Hello and welcome to D20 Downtime. I'm your Dungeon Master, Sean. I'm Kalana and I play Niltau. I'm Molly. I play Cypress. Guys, I ate fruit today, like on purpose, and <laughs> you that was ate, fun. Like, real food with like vitamins. Real food with human nutrients for people, and um, I don't know. I just had a nice weekend, and I feel nice. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's like the first long weekend I've had in probably since the last a million one. years. A million years. It's like the first actual nice break that I've gotten since I think the pandemic started. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, work is a lot for you right now. Work is a lot and all the time. And yeah, it was just very nice. So last time Niltel had gathered up his boys and sufficiently had intimidated them into following in line, basically. Mm -hmm. And Cypress had gone all the way back to Hebrook, and then onward from there back to the Mywin Enclave. I think my cliffhanger was dangling the fact that I brought a dog with me in front of the girls. Oh, yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was very good. And then running away. And then, what? Where'd you go? Well, they're going to follow me. I'm being chased. Yeah. <laughs> you ran away back home. So, Cypress... Before we get into any dog shenanigans, uh, what is the next thing any of Cypress's downtime days get spent on? Um, after this, I will be doing some research into a secret project and obtain yes. some information and then go to a location and obtain a thing. <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah, whatever. Now we that- see a quick shot of Cypress exiting from the swamp, you know, breaking his way out from the shroud of the coverage, and stepping out uh, into a a sunlit day, but looking out uh, at a different landscape than Hebrook. He's not going to Hebrook, and he looks out excitedly in a different direction entirely. What the- where are you going? Don't worry about it, it's fine. I'm- what the fuck? And we'll get back to that later. (laughs) So- can can I get, like, a line or two about what you did hanging out with your family? Mm. Um, I... How did the girls feel about Percy? How did F- Percy feel about them? Percy is their dog now. No! Oh, no. They, they, they did try <laughs> to take the dog. Um, but They are in the middle of attempting to steal the dog. Are, are children... Thing- are children size small creatures? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they could ride Percy. They could, if they're size small creatures, they could ride Percy. They're like Sean. Let me have this. Sean, let me have this. Sean, please let me have Uh, this. Well, I know I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I know that (laughs) Percy is a very large dog, a, and that they are twelve year old girls in a realistic physical and mental sense of the word from our human point of view. So, uh, if Kalina and Molly nod their heads, (laughs) like yes, yes, this does make sense. See, then yes. See, here's my... I mean, have you here, have you seen a Leon burger? Big boy. I know you have. I've shown you pictures of one. You think I know dog breed names. The the, the, the dog brands. But no, here's where I'm coming from. <laughs> um, in a, like, mechanical writing something into battle sense, I definitely agree that the size classes need to be, like, one degree different. However, these dog... 
this these girls will not ride this dog into battle and instead just a slow trot maybe around the house so I until think, percy just lays down and says no until percy flops over and they fall off and they, we all think it's very funny <laughs> absolutely that is no problem yes hell yeah but yeah how does how does um grandma willow like dara oh um, yeah you have to you have to like basically make her i'm wingmaning like him so that <laughs> she yeah. lets the girls hang out with them I, mm-hmm. i'm i'm that one meme image of the guy standing to the side with his arms like outwards towards this person in a dress i'm sure they're both <laughs> famous people but i don't remember their names will smith and jada smith yes they have me. a they only really exchange pleasantries before you guys start actually eating and then when everybody is sitting down and eating grandma is like so where are you from <laughs> and i was like oh you know around <laughs> like, how old are you Oh, well, I, uh, in my early centuries. (laughs) Could be anywhere from 20 to 40, who knows? (laughs) So Dara is being willfully obtuse, so they're getting off on the wrong foot. Does Cypress do anything? I mean, Cypress thinks it's very funny and kind of charming, but, um... But I guess Grandma Willow might not... Yeah, but I basically give, like, the cliff notes of what I know about Dara, which is admittedly not much, and try to coax Dara into telling, like, maybe a story? A fun story about something cool that Dara did? You don't manage to work it onto that specifically, but on the way there, you accidentally align them in the same direction, uh, because when talking about what little you do know about Dara... And like being like, oh, maybe the stories should be told. They get on their ch- shared uh, interest of talking about turtle and gator, about <laughs> which they can very much agree on many things. That's very good. I do. I do like that. So while it may not have been due entirely to your Machiavellian planning, you do <laughs> Machiavellian. You do properly get them to start talking and agreeing and in and in in communicating in a friendly way with each other to start breaking down that tension. That is good. I mission accomplished, I guess. At the very least, your your intent comes across. Yeah, and Cress is just sort of there. We're a little zoomed out here. I see. <laughs> But yeah, they try to steal the dog, and I do have to like go into the girls' room after they fall asleep and pick up the dog and leave. <laughs> Just pick her up. We did teach her to come and heal for a reason right before you visited, I, su- I suppose. Well, yeah. yes, but also big dog-shaped like baby. Pick up big baby <laughs> dog. But yes, I do need to know what Cypress is doing after his secret mission trip. <laughs> secret mission trip to I don't know where do people go on mission trips nowadays but anyways <laughs> okay so after the secret mission trip well we have to decide whether or not the mission was successful correct or did we already the stuff that I relayed to you before was the success from the mission remember uh, is this still a secret yes yeah. <sighs> What? The information that I gave you before. Like when we were talking when Kalina wasn't in the room or a different place? Yes. Okay. 
Okay, yes. Okay. Then that worked out well. We did it. I would like to go get real sweaty and possibly muddy and fight in a pit for the enjoyment of onlookers. <laughs> All right. Are you going back to Hebrick now? Yes. Okay. Now Cypress is ducking in and out all the time. I am. I have a mustache to show that time has passed. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> all right. Um, so this is going to be, uh, according to this, this, and this, uh, it's going to be a work week of effort, which means, cry, you spent five dollars. Um, so question, now that I have 75, 77 total renown, did, am I allowed to stop being the heel now? <laughs> can, <laughs> people like can, I be, can I be the, can I be the cool protagonist now? Is that the real benefit of hitting 77? I don't know. No. Damn it. Actually, what was, what was the 75 perk? Passive and active recognition is going to occur. I might get land, honors, art, commissioned of me, etc. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Damaso. <laughs> Damaso. He's selling... He's making art at a rapid pace. <laughs> when you arrive uh, in Hebrook and you start, like, working with the people you know, start talking up, like, oh, you're a promoter, for example, <laughs> and start organizing things. My PR guy. Mm-hmm. When you Absolutely. start visiting the ring, uh, you see something you did not expect, which is that you see Velia with an entourage of other uh, elves who look like they're like taking their turns like fighting here. Oh uh, my uh, god, I'm gonna kick his ass. Ooh, I'm gonna take- <laughs> Velia just keeps encroaching on your fucking turf. I'm going to take this man's ass off of his body and give it Do back it. to him in a, in a nice little prettily wrapped package. <laughs> a gift wrapped package. You see that one of his- Cypress would probably view them as his cronies in the ring, like, available to fight right now if you wanted to just jump in. Oh, yeah, absolutely I do. Just fucking cannonball into the pit. Um, by the way, I haven't <laughs> had a good mental image of this pit. Does it have mud in it? Like, what's the pit situation vis-a-vis cleanliness? Vis-a-vis mud. Is there mud in the pit? It depends on the weather. Uh, I think it's generally just sort of like a, it is a bit of like flat ground without a lot of grass outside, just outside town, that on some days it's muddy and on other days it's very dry. Some days, like, there's a lot of dust being kicked up by the fights. That's not healthy. Gotcha. (laughs) Anyways, I want to take this guy and pick him up and then hit Velia with this guy and just throw him. I want you to choose. You're only going to be able to get to do these once each, but choose between athletics, acrobatics, and a constitution check using your hit die as the plus bonus. What? (laughs) So this is how pit fighting has always worked. I know it's been a while, but this time, instead of having you do it just in the order that they write it down, I want you to choose which one that you want to do for this fight. Oh, athletics. I mean, pick up a guy and throw him. Yeah. That's true. I should have picked up on that. <laughs> uh, that is an eight. Plus five is 13. Okay. 
You actually do it. <laughs> not a problem, but you get in there. It's not as easy as just like stooping down and like grabbing him to go for the throw. He does start like fighting back. Uh, it's unexpected. People are like suddenly cheering. They weren't like ready for the fight to just suddenly like break out, but people are immediately like shouting and screaming and stuff. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. And you, you do your best to uh, pick them up uh, and throw them out. I wouldn't say he collides with Velia, but you definitely, you you ring him out. He's disqualified because you were able to just pick him up and throw him out of the ring. Yeah. If Cypress can pick you up, you shouldn't be in the pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just lies on the ground uh, and he just sort of rolls around like, oh, by like Velia and all of the other elves who are gathered here today. Velia, uh, this didn't seem like it would be your scene. And Velia gathers, like, looks around at everyone else with him, and and he steps forward, and he simply says, well, if we're going to be defending our home, and he emphasizes our and home, uh, then he (laughs) says, then people are going to need to stay sharp in defending themselves. All right, bud, let's just see how sharp you are. You want to get in here with me? You want to (laughs) go? Meet me in the fucking pit. So you're obviously, like, provoking him. Yeah. Um, one guy, like, a very, like, muscular sea elf steps forward out around Velia uh, and is like, let me have a go at him. Ooh. Ooh, you can have a go at me any <laughs> Ooh, pretty boy. Hello. And Velia looks at you like, is that all right? Yeah, that's all right. I would like to say that when I fight Velia, I do want the pit to be muddy. <laughs> it could be a different day. I just want this for reasons. This, uh, okay. It's because I'm thinking about Pokemon and, like, how when it's raining, water types have advantage. And so when it's mud, uh. swamp types have advantage. <laughs> I was thinking that it was for fanfic purposes. Oh, no, God. No, no not Elia. <laughs> He's not, um... He's not enemies nevis- to lovers type? No, exactly, yes. So it was a cloudy day today when you ran up on the pit. It was relatively dry. Uh, and then as this guy, like, steps forward, oh, uh, it starts, like, sprinkling and raining as you guys fight. Uh, it, it, everybody's, like, gathering around, like, organizing it. You know, you're taking your, like, five minutes as someone is hyping you up. And it's like, you get in there. Oh, my God. Dodra, he's way bigger than you. That's unfortunate. Oh, he is? And unusual. Mm-hmm. How much bigger than me is he? I like a head. Oh, nice. Oh, shit. He's like half a foot taller than you. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to make this an endurance match or an acrobatic you want to, like, dodge around? Hmm. If I were to do an endurance match, what, what stat would that be? So you would take your hit die, which I believe as a D12. barbarian is a d12. And you would roll that, and that would be your plus whatever for the fight. Or you could choose to have it be your acrobatics bonus. So you can either roll, gamble on the other roll being higher or lower than acrobatics. I mean, my acrobatics is only plus one, so. (laughs) Mm, Okay. So then the other roll will almost certainly be equal to or greater than your (laughs) acrobatics. Um, But it's all about, you know, which one do you want to use now and which one do you want to save for the bout after this? For Velia. Oh, I can't use strength for Velia. Hmm. Mm-mm. You already used your athletics on the first guy. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that was how it worked. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> I thought I made it clear. Well, you still... Listen, it still worked out. Yeah. I'll 
save my endurance and do acrobatics with this guy. Okay, got it. Plus, he's, like, super, super big, so I think dancing around him is going to be a, a better tactic. Oh, apparently, and narratively, it will be. That's a dirty 20. 19 plus 1. Woo! See, he's too slow. He can't fucking catch Cypress. You can't get- Yeah, you can't, you're bobbing and you, weaving. You can't catch me, but you can catch these hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You can't You can't catch Slippery Sai. <laughs> I just start secreting mucus. No, see, swamp elves don't do that. Swamp elves don't do that. They don't do that. You're you're only supposed to do that in salt water, babe. Yeah. Oh. So as this fight is going on, uh, it is raining, and the ground is gradually becoming muddier. As you like dodge and duck, you almost slip at one point, but your balance is extremely refined today. As just when you're about to slip, instead, you only slip a a little lower than his punch, and then you just start wailing him in the kidneys. Yeah, hope you didn't need these. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god, Cypress is on fire today! (laughs) (laughs) I I appreciate that person, whoever they are. What What do they look like? See, can I, I want I want them to I'm I have in my mind the foaming at the mouth, like waving his arms until he passes out guy from um Avatar the Last Airbender on uh Kiyoshi's Island. Very good, yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got like a t shirt that has your face on it. Yeah, he he didn't even know I would be here. He just ripped off the other shirt and it was on. <laughs> yeah, people are like cheering for you, Velius, looking around at his guys. You look up at him. Sort of like in an arrogant, inviting way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He did not look like he's been fighting today. Uh, he looks like more like he's been like directing, like training the other guys. Of course, he has. Mm-hmm. E- even though it's raining, he like hands off his jacket to another guy, <laughs> and then he begins like stepping forward into the ring. It's just during the. The, the minutes of the fight, you know, you're cooling down, like catching your breath after the last fight. And he's like, don't be in such a hurry, Cypress. And, you know, you don't want to get hurt doing this. I feel bad. You're a little tired out and I haven't fought yet today. I would say, oh, I wouldn't be worried about me. And I want to narratively rage. Like, visually, not necessarily mechanically. I understand that doesn't apply to this role, but just that's what happens. You are, like, fuming at the fact that he is, like, kind of condescending to you? Yeah, but, like, I, I, know, I, what is, I know I won't get a rage bonus, but I, 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 I do rage. What does rage look like on Cypress? Does it just look like he's got a different emotion, or is there any, like, thing special that happens? He, like, bares his teeth and his eyes go wide, and he, his muscles look very bulgy. And he, like, growls, mostly. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, and Velia just takes sort of like a wide stance, uh, puts his hands uh, out uh, in this relaxed position, uh, and he says, whenever you're ready, then. Um, so I roll a d20 plus a d12? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, well, and then for this round, endurance makes sense because it's tired. Ooh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I rolled a 10 on the d12. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I roll it. Oh god! Oh no! That's way too. I rolled a. I rolled a seventeen on the d twenty. <laughs> plus. Plus ten because that's what I rolled on the d twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's a twenty-seven. Oh fuck! You're, don't kill him, dude. 
Well, hold on. Let's see how he does. <laughs> well, hold on. I might kill him. So it's a, a muddy fighting pit. Uh, and we see as you guys are getting ready to fight, uh, Cypress just eyes wide, sharp. Uh, he bares his teeth uh, and charges at Velia, like raising up his hands. Velia gets low. You just like hammer down. Uh, and he is doing his damnedest to like quick one, two, like deflect these like heavy blows that are coming down on him. He doesn't seem like he can like work in any like jabs. His like hands are busy. And then he just sort of like springs back and then like kicks upward right in your face. You're stunned for like the moment. And he like goes in with like a couple of body blows, but you are barely feeling the like bludgeoning force. You're like, the pain is just like shot through with the focus. You've never like harnessed your power like this uh, in the middle of a ring. This time, this time it's personal. It's not just a sport. <laughs> you really want to make him look bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck this guy. Um, like, I think the rage is definitely showing. Like, mm-hmm. like narratively, Cypress still has some respect for him for trying to keep his town safe, but like personally, emotionally, he still does fucking hate this guy. I mean, he's kind of been a dick the whole time. Yeah. Like, he's done some stuff for the village, and, like, I was re-listening to the earlier episodes, and Cypress has, like, a moment of recognition and respect for him, but personally still does fucking hate this guy. He's an asshole. Listen, if he could just, like, save the town without being a dick, that would be nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so in this grudge match, for a moment, it looks like a reversal of the last match. Suddenly, you are the hulking figure up against the dancer in just a complete role reversal. You don't think without giving this your all that you could have beat him, but you go low, like charging forward, barreling him over. And then he is practically at your, your mercy. Uh, He's like worming out, and you just, like, beat him across the shoulders and the chest. Uh, and then just go in, like, one heart in the face. Woo! I want to break his nose. His head just sort of, like, rocks back uh, in the mud, and you can tell that he's dazed. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, actually bloody this guy. Like, if I accidentally broke his nose. Oh, no. Whoops. Oh, no. Uh-oh. But, yeah, I just get him into a submission hole after that. There is this moment, you're on top of him, uh, and he just puts his hand into, like, a fist, touches it, like, right against your chest, and then hits you as hard as he can, even though he can only move his elbow back about one inch. Okay. And it hurts. Oh, shit. From there, you are, like, practically falling out uh, of the hold where you were on top of him, but you just sort of, like, grab him, and now that you've got him, like, from behind... You guys are just, like, mud wrestling for a moment before he taps out. Yay! I did it. Yay! For a second? Oh my god, I thought, Cypress, you rolled a fucking 27 out of 32. Are you gonna lose? Yeah, that would have been fun. What did he roll? That would have been wild. Hey, Sean, what did he roll? Uh, Velia's roll was also above 20. (laughs) Oh no! Oh god. Oh shit. So this is probably, honestly, being in the stands for this was probably fucking amazing. Yeah. Did I break his nose? When you got him, like, solidly in the face before you guys started grappling, 
Uh, he definitely bloodied his nose. You don't know if it's fully broken. Um, it might still, like, heal straight, but definitely bloodied his face. I mean, if you... You do know, like, cure wounds. Yeah. I'm, if you want to be nice I, about I'll, it. I'll get there in a second once I'm done being <laughs> being the best fighter that ever there was. Yeah, no, Sean, for a second I thought you were going to be like, and you're cursed again. He got you in the chest <laughs> in the exact same place that the mummy got you. <laughs> he got you in the chest. You can no longer heal. No. <laughs> oh. No, it's okay. After, after Baphomet helped you out there, it's not even tender. It just felt like a regular, really fucking hard punch. Yeah. That'll be a fun bruise. <laughs> anyway, Cypress stands there for a minute and is like, applause, yes, applaud me. Th- throw money at me. I Maybe I'll fish it out of the mud later. But And then he, like, unrages and falls to his knees, and I'm gonna go ahead and do a healing word on the guy. Just as a show of good sportsmanship, even though I did absolutely hand his ass to him, and I am the better of the two of us. Morally speaking and <laughs> physically speaking, I'm the bigger man, literally. <laughs> and he gets up like half of his body covered in mud, like rubbing his neck, and he's like, <sighs> Well, I guess experience can't always win out. Yeah, skill also has something to do with it, I think. But yeah, I'm gonna heal his nose now. And if it was broken, I don't straighten it first. <laughs> all right, all right. But um, he levies like a pointing finger and he's like, you're a good fighter. You've got something in you. Thank you. How does his nose look? I mean, mostly it's obscured by how like the bruise coloration. Blood and mud. Uh, is blood, mud, and like the bruising color. Definitely his face does not look the same. But is it straight? We will find out later no, when his face is washed, I guess. Find out next time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that, that was very cathartic for Cyprus. That was fun. Might be a bit of a bend to that nose in the future. Mm, yay. So is he the heel now? <laughs> Am I the hero now? Huh? So is he the heel now? Uh, no, definitely not. Damn. Is Cyprus still the heel? I don't think that Velia is the face. He's just sort of like a participating guest. <laughs> um, but Cypress is scary in the ring. <laughs> For sure. You know what? That's fair. I like, mean, Cypress I did, growl. did send a guy to the hospital once. Mm. Yeah, I did almost murder a guy with, with just my hands. <laughs> Your bare hands. Yeah. Uh, we cut to, like, afterwards, and you're talking to one of the promoters, and it's like, can I be, like, a good guy now? And he's like, kid, it's not about whether you win or lose. It's about how you look doing it. And you're like an animal in there. People love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Cypress is like, oh, haha, yeah, that's fine. And inside, like, rationally, he gets it. But inside, he's like, I'm good, though. I'm a good noodle. I'm a good noodle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Do I, I, I think I get money for this activity, don't I? Yes, absolutely. And you got the best result you could get three victories out of three. So you win 200 gold pieces oh, uh, in the ring. 200 golds. That's fun. Absolutely. Oh, and right. I do have to roll for complications, but... Did I almost kill... I wouldn't worry about it. Did I almost kill anybody? Probably. It's very unlikely. Probably. (laughs) Probably not. It's very unlikely, yeah, that even a result will come up. There were no complications. Yay. 
It was just straightforward. I love it when I don't murder people. Is there an option where you do kill somebody, Sean? Uh, no, I think that that would be, um... A bridge too far? You just unfortunately rolled the worst result. (laughs) But no, they're not, they don't all, they're very different complications. They don't all take the same tone as like, oh, something happened in the fight that was, et cetera, et cetera. Gotcha. All right, absolutely. So while Cyprus is sleeping this off, he's going to hurt tomorrow, but he's going to be very proud of himself. Yeah. Yeah. No tell. You are running shit. Um, specifically, you are running a sort of an anti-smear campaign? Yeah. No, definitely still a smear campaign. No, still campaign. a smear campaign for sure. It's just not your main goal It is to smear. It is just more like the, the side effects of the smearing. Yeah. What you were doing with uh, your action is the So Rumor action... Uh, And you were trying to change the public attitude in way more, basically in an anti-authoritarian kind of way. That's like yeah, against the establishment for sure. Anarchy, yeah. Your friends. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, immediately after carousing with the nobles, uh, like sucking up to them, being like, "I'm your buddy, I'm your pal." You're gonna be like, "So the establishment cannot be trusted." (laughs) This is the fucking shit. That Drow Society trained me for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You go up and you're like, oh my god, yes, we're best friends. I would never do anything against you. I'm so glad that we are here for each other. Anyway, that guy fucking sucks and he doesn't know how to do his job. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) using a combination of your false identities and uh, your new criminal underlings who have been whipped into line... You're able to, like, pretty effectively sort of, like, spread the sentiment. You don't think that it's completely taken hold, but that there have been more people are asking for, like, martial law to be lifted at this point. That's like, hey, I know things, you know, aren't still, like, perfectly peaceful now. Like, things have calmed down a bit. Can we please maybe not have, like, the curfews and the the empty streets and the, yeah... I'm not sure if it was the executions people were railing against. <laughs> you know, maybe we should let let shifty strangers uh, run part of the town. I don't know. <laughs> but through the most indirect method possible, you sort of generate some sentiment along that line. Yay. Yeah, I definitely go into my, like, hobgoblin priest disguise for a little bit. And, like, oh, woe is me about not being able to practice as effectively. Oh, I can't really pass on your blessings so well because yeah. everything's so uptight. <laughs> How does that correlate? Don't ask. They, ask the gods. They, they told God that he couldn't accept blessings anymore, and I can't do anything about that. They told God he couldn't uh, come to town because no one is allowed into town. Yeah. So <laughs> due to your imperfect understanding of the religious practices around here. This one is only mildly effective. (laughs) It's probably the least effective branch of your rumor spreading is through the priest. (laughs) Absolutely. And then one day, uh, you're just chilling at the bar. Uh, You see some of the other people who work under you hanging out nearby, you know, keeping their eyes open, stuff like that. You're just having a drink in a shadowy corner. As one does. Mm Mm-hmm. When... Normally, Bertram is supposed to give you, like, a signal. He's supposed to, like, thump his drink when he sees that, like, someone's coming in who's, like, a contact. 
But this time, he just kind of looks like he's staring at the person coming through. Uh, and then Rohan strides up to your table. Hey! Hello. So, Diltel, long time no see. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, where have you been up to? I've been busy. We got leads on jobs and treasures ripe for the taking with people like us to work with. That's really all there is to it, to say, I'm afraid. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, having a time for sure. But, um... Tap my hook on the table. Yes, I see that you've made sacrifices. Something like that. (sighs) How are things working with us? I mean, I'm richer than I ever thought I'd be on the surface, so there's a start. I think that your life is going to get easier from here on out. I know that you've been put through the ringer since you joined up with us. Since, hell, even before you technically qualified. Yeah. I mean, you know how it is. Like, you specifically. Yeah, it seemed like we were an inseparable duo for a while there after we escaped that oubliette. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, my table's always open to you. I figured we haven't talked, and uh, especially since you've given so much to the cause that you might want explanations. What do you want to know? Oh, about the house? About anything. Uh, who the hell are you? What's your last name? Where are you from? How did how did you get involved in all this? What is love? Oh, about you. Well, you can ask about the house as well, but I just thought you might have more questions for me, considering. Oh. Uh, to be honest, I kind of thought it was like a, a quid pro quo. I don't ask you, you don't ask me sort of deal. Yeah, but currently I feel like I maybe know more of your secrets than you know mine. That's unfair. I want to put things back on an even playing field. Niltel eyes, Rohan. No worries. I'm still your friend. Come on, just start asking me questions and I'm sure things will become clear before too long. Do it. I have a question. No, I'm going to save that one for later. Okay. (laughs) Ominous. So, uh, when did you get into the house? How old were you? Well, age... You're a human, yes? Uh-huh. Uh, hmm. I think I can do the math in my head. Okay. Do you, is this a... No, I got it. I got it. Guessing game? No, you can say the age you were. I'm just gonna have to do the math in my head. I think I catch your meaning. Um, this sentence is gonna seem a little roundabout at first, but it's gonna answer your question. I'm from the Heartlands, and I was uh, an orphan raised amongst others uh, in a place that was just called the house. It is probably what you're thinking. Okay. So I've been doing jobs for the house my whole life. Interesting. So, So you mean to say that you never met your parents and you were raised in into a job. Yes, exactly. Um, Niltel makes a face because that's basically how he grew up. It's basically your backstory, bud. It's basically Niltel's backstory. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we really explained any rules to you, but it's not really like there are rules. It's just a network of crooks and thieves. That's what they might call us with a shared code and can't. 
We don't steal from each other, we don't ask too many questions, and we share the work and the reward. If there were any bounding members or greater purpose to all of this, that I, then I don't know. But it works. I think liable it's just a wheel somebody got rolling that took off too fast. I mean, it seems to have been helpful for both of us. I think how I grew up sort of instilled a sort of a basic presumption about how I run what I'm uh, responsible for. We, like an orphanage, we tend to take in the wayward, the strange, the uh, less than acceptable members of society, and we find some way to um, fix things up for them. I think of it as charity work, but uh, I know that we have some less than charitable ideals. <laughs> Niltel nods. He's he's pretty. He understands. So I really can't say anything much more than that about the house. I know that was the main thing that you were curious about. <laughs> I got schooled by my teachers. And I don't really have a boss. So, am I a cog? Am I the head honcho? I don't really know. <laughs> well, you never felt like much of a, a a cog to me, but... I don't feel like a mastermind. <laughs> right. Just because you're not a cog and you're not the one controlling the machine doesn't mean... <laughs> right. I don't really know what design we're making. I just know that all the pieces are moving not too dysfunctionally. We're still alive. <laughs> it has been a long time. Yeah. We're not just talking like old friends catching up. We're talking like strangers again. I, I'm sorry about that. Hey, don't worry about that. I mean, it has been months. What was your friendship vibe like together before all this? Basically, when they first first met, yeah, the backstory with Niltel and Rohan is basically that, like, they were both thrown in into a hole uh, together for doing crimes, basically. <laughs> um, Niltel had come up from the underground to work with his, like, city to raid the, like, dwarven town. Mm-hmm. And, and what you would know that Rohan, I believe, was uh, smuggling gemstones. Yeah, Rohan was also doing some fuck shit. And we both got thrown into a hole. And Niltel ignored Rohan probably for a month before he, he said a single word to Rohan. Because Rohan just oh, kept yeah. talking, uh, trying to get Niltel to help him get out of the hole. Because Niltel could see and Rohan couldn't. Because Rohan's right. human and it was very dark. Uh, but eventually Niltel realized, oh, Rohan, like, knows how to, like, pick the lock at the top of the hole. If we can work together and get out, uh, then, like, I can learn some of that stuff and maybe survive, because there's no way I'm going back home after this, like, crushing defeat. So maybe we can survive together. And so they work together to get out of the hole. Uh, nice. And then after that, Rohan had to, like, 
basically shepherd Niltel <laughs> to a safe point where Niltel could get like a heavy cloak to block out the sun. Rohan is the one who got him sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they like adventured together for a few months before Niltel was sent off on his own. Gotcha. Okay. So you weren't exiled, you just didn't go back after a mission failed? Uh, Niltel is self-exiled. I see. <laughs> Would rather them think I was dead than a failure. Mm-hmm. I think gotcha. Rohan uh, just, you know, chats away with you about how are things going. Um, just sort of like he gets the update on what things are like here. And he's like, I guess technically I'm your boss, but we have an informal relationship. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. I'm very hands-off. I This is going to be a weird question, because it's not about you. But, um, so, do you know, like, most the people I've been working with over the past, you know, month or so? I'm aware the wizards strange. <laughs> so, but you don't know anything about them? I know enough about them. I just wanted to know... When they joined. If you guys recruited them or if they just came. Well, plenty of them, it's not like we scoop them right after they flunk out of school. Most of the time, it's that a career track that they thought would have been very lucrative magic. You figure that would solve all your problems. Then afterwards didn't exactly pan out. And they needed money. Um, Alan, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He just... He took out a debt. And then when it looked like he wasn't going to be able to pay it off any other way, I stepped in and made his life a little easier. Okay. We have our hands in a lot of pies. (laughs) It seems it. Mm -hmm. Stinking everything up with our germs. And... And with all the with all the outcasts and the wayward souls that you've, you know, taken in, that the house has taken in. Some of them more dangerous than others. <laughs> that you've shepherded. I'm the only drow you've met. And he stops and for a moment. Whatever he says, Nilto's gonna incite it. <laughs> Go ahead and roll inside. <laughs> Not great. I'm gonna I'm gonna find the number I have to add to it. Just over here. You have a session inspiration. Oh yeah. I'll do it. I'm not doing anything else this session, I don't think. <laughs> I got uh one one more than what I had rolled before. So that puts my grand inspired total. total yep. at eight. Rohan is stone. <laughs> He's stoned. He's so He's stoned. He's like, what? He looks up at you. Perfect poker face. You believe he must be being completely honest. Uh, And he says, only the one. Well, I don't know if that's comforting or upsetting, but... You know, it is what it is. (laughs) I know a little bit. We don't need to talk about it, of course. Right. But I know a little bit about where you came from, what it's like. Yeah, I mean, 
Uh, how could you not after all the questions I was asking when we first made it above the... out of the hole? I was able to infer some things. <laughs> infer a few things, for sure. Wow, check out this bad boy can hold so much dra- trauma <laughs> in him. So much trauma. Just slap the top of the nose hole. <laughs> slap the, the bald head. <laughs> slap, slap. <laughs> Well, you're not the only elf in the house. Elves in the house. Certainly they've cleared up a few things that were mysterious about pointed ears and the various secrets hiding within. Yeah. (laughs) That's why the ears are so big. They're full of secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Another round! (laughs) Yes. Two more, actually. I'll go ahead and drown this one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And um, I don't know. Are you are you letting things go at that, or are you want something more out of Gilas definitively? Rohan. Oh, yeah. Gilas is the other guy. This is Rohan. This yeah, is one hundred percent Rohan. Gilas. Nobody gives a fuck about Gilas. <laughs> Gilas is just the guy in charge of Hebrook. I don't think he has anything like pressing in his mind. Because, like Niltel said, basically, their friendship is, you know, how they interact together. It isn't, like, anything other than that. You know, it's not like, oh, I must know your tragic backstory so we can be S-rank friends. You know, but um, if I think of something, I mean, he's, he's staying in Waymore for a bit. Not for very long, I'm afraid. I'm going down to see how the rest of the work went. In Hebrick? No. Oh, uh, oh, down, not an up north. Exactly. I still get confused on the surface sometimes. I shouldn't have any trouble. But I'll, I'll be down there in a few months after the winter passes. I'll see you there, then. See you there. I'm going to be there for a while. Good to know. Hopefully everything else won't collapse while I'm gone. I, I'll do my best to... I don't mean you specifically. <laughs> well, you know, if there's anything you need help with, anyone in any other town. Hmm. I certainly seem to finally have a handle here, but we'll see how long that lasts. I wouldn't ask you to go back up north if you didn't want to. I might be okay with that. You sure? Give me the details. All right, then. So... In regards to gem smuggling, there's a few things that you should know. Uh, And then the camera starts panning out of the window. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So uh, you start getting briefed on... The next quest? uh, Another part of it. Yes. As we've had a very similar scene of you doing also exactly that with Bullrung. (laughs) Apparently more than one interest aligns up there. Hell yeah. Do you know what you're going to have Cypress do next? Um, how many days do I have left? So you have spent 47 out of 90, which means that you have 43 left. Okay. Hmm. Looking at a list, looking at a list. Hmm. I think I'm going to work for part of it. And Uh start learning weaving for the rest of it. 
Okay, got it. Um, so let's see here. When it comes to work... Bard stuff. Yes. Um, or just like freelance clearing out of, you know, um, knolls or what have you. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can do work in intervals of like five days each. Uh, to resolve it, you'll make me uh, a performance check, um, or uh, or just a charisma check with your musical instrument proficiency. Okay. Um, let's say I have forty-two days left. You said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I will do hmm, 20 days of it. 20 days. All right. So you're going to roll four times? Is that how that works? Yeah. So it's just d20 plus performance modifier? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. One, two, three, four. Five plus seven is 12. Uh Uh-huh. Eight eight plus seven is 15. Uh Uh-huh. 14 plus 7 is 21. Uh Uh-huh. 18 plus 7 is 25. Okay, got it. Uh, You start off uh, as you are getting back into the groove of things. Uh, You're just living a modest lifestyle for the first week. Uh, The second week, things are picking back up again. You've already got um, your... You've got your group back, you've got your renown, people know you, you start attracting more attention, and you start living comfortably. Uh, The next two weeks as you live comfortably, you also make a profit of 50 gold. Oh, yay. So I get 50 for the four? Uh Uh-huh, and I'm going to make a complication roll. Cool. Okay, a complication happens. Okay. All right. Uh, this is insane. This one might require some, like, working out between the two of us, a little back and forth. Oh, boy. Okay. You gain a reputation for laziness. What the fuck? No. Unjustified or not, as you choose. It's unjustified. I'm great. Alright, so you gain an unjustified reputation for laziness, which is going to give you disadvantage on performing and living off of your performing the next six work weeks that you devote to it. Any town I'm at? I know that's a little crazy. Right. Big sad. Mm-hmm. I know it's unfortunate. But yeah. Anyways, I'm going to find who's been sowing that rumor and kick their ass. But for the rest of the time, I get discouraged because people seem to think I'm lazy for no reason. So I'm going to start learning how to do weaving. Yeah, we might have to work out uh, how would that happen, do you think? How do you think that that uh, how do you think that that strange rumor would start? I don't know. Maybe just the impression that I'm not like maybe I'm talking at the same time as I'm playing or something. And it seems like I'm not focusing on what I'm doing, but instead, but I'm just very good at what I do, and I don't need to like be paying constant attention to my hands on the instrument to do it right. Maybe. 
I think that I would know. be. I think that would give you a better reputation, not a worse reputation. Hmm. I I don't know what makes people think a performer is lazy. Clint, what do you think? Why do people think Cypress is lazy? Yeah, because uh, Damaso is giving you money for free, basically. <laughs> but I am working. You're working by like posing for him to paint you. Well, but I'm also working by being a bard. Is this a reputation that you've gained amongst artistic circles, or is this a reputation that you've gained amongst, like, the layman's? Or is it, like, the people who see you, like, fighting monsters and fighting in the fight pit, when they see you, like, relaxing and being a person's muse and performing, it's like, what are you doing with your life? They're like, oh, ew, you're making music and not just punching dudes all the time. (laughs) It's like, I thought you were an adventurer hero. (laughs) Let Cypress be a sensitive boy. He's soft. But yeah, that sounds sounds better for it. Okay. Yeah, so people are turned off a little bit by your performances because they expect different things from you. The expectations of the public weigh heavily on your conscience. Uh, What are you going to do with the last um, 23 days of downtime? Yeah, Cypress is discouraged and just sort of wants to do something for himself. And he's always kind of thought that, like, sewing and stuff is neat, like watching his grandparents do it. So he's going to go talk to Daisy and see if there's any weavers who are willing to, like, take on an apprentice or anything. Yeah. Because Daisy's Daisy's in the artisan circles. So you're going to move back to way more to do this. Yes. Um... Yeah, I'm going to need to funk on that. For a minute. Fuck. I think that whether that is sort of like an official, like, gilded sort of activity um, in Waymore or not, that Daisy would... Daisy is friendly enough. She knows people that she can... Daisy can probably point you to the right person without it being a... Whether it is official or not. Yeah, I mean, it could also be that Daisy just has a basic proficiency in weaving and can teach me the beginning stuff, but not, like, any nuanced amount of anything. Hmm. Yeah. Whether it's Daisy or somebody else, I believe that's what the situation is with your teacher right now. Yeah. I mean, we might as well just make it Daisy, since we're already buddies, and it would make narrative sense for me not to get full mastery over weaving by training from someone who is a master in a different trade, but proficient in this. I think I see, I see. Um, let's see here. I just realized that of the three ones that you were considering, you picked the one that had no impact on you helping out with Niltel's um, prosthetics ever in the future. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> you can weave me like a pretty he- a dangly for it. Mm-hmm. I can make like you a, a neat Like a cell phone charm. Yeah. So, training costs five gold a day. Okay. And so you want to spend the days? rest of your downtime on this? Yeah. Alright. How many gold is that? So that's 23 times 5. It's many. Because I did... I actually don't know if one you said this yet or not. I also trained in a craft, and I did 45 days of it. And it was like 
200 some. Mm. Yeah, mine's 115. Yeah. 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 I'm hanging out with my good my good buddy acquaintance Daisy and you're getting cooed over by like two w- witches basically who are turning you herbalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shops have got to be nearby if they're both in like town center. They are. So we're like we like meet up and stuff. I'm just saying like our days look very different. <laughs> very, very different days. All right. Uh, all 90 downtime days have been spent. Um, I went ahead and got the biggest scenes that I wanted to get out of the way done at the beginning. Uh, so does anybody have any ideas, any thoughts, any like lingering questions or any last strings or plot threads that they're confused about or that they want to hit up before we continue? Can I do my thing? Which thing? The thing I set up for? The thing where you found the thing? You will be able to do the thing in the adventure. The secret thing. Oh, okay. I thought I already Oh, is it. that a next season thing? Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? I no. thought it was a this season but, thing. Sean. <laughs> I, but I don't know what it is. I'm okay if the audience doesn't know what it is. <laughs> no, it's a secret. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Deal with it. Uh, okay, um... So, we both trained. You trained in... Weaving. 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 (laughs) I trained in herbalism. I didn't finish training, but you finished training herbalism. I finished... I basically spent most of my downtime training so that uh, sooner rather than later I can start making health potions and appraising potions so that every time we get some weird-looking liquid, it's not just like... Oh, I wonder what this does. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, what else did I do? I got um, some more renown. Yeah, absolutely. So you're just camped out with some old ladies in green yep. robes I'm messing with uh, herbs and potions for a bit. Yeah, and I'm hanging out with the like old women who run the uh, plant store. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else or is that does that do it for the season? Cypress and Niltel rejoin again, traveling south, for a cold, snowy winter to help Kobold Town as it continues to grow. As the construction in the mountain expands, we pan out of tunnels to snow, orcs gathered around a bonfire, hobgoblins sailing to and fro, the swamp, turtle and gator stomping in muddy slush. Away in the north we see a hilly outcropping and a dark hole that goes down, down, like the vast abyss, as the sun sets on a winter's night, several sets of pale red eyes blink out into the moonlit surface, prowling up to the rocks. A group of drow on the surface gaze into the distance, a scout returning to a priestess in a long flowing dress and heavy ornamental tiara. That town should be where our raiding group was lost. She considers this for a moment. We are in no rush. They will receive their punishment in due course. If House Rosina is going to usher in the darkness, then we have much work to do, and revenge will have to wait. The sky over Nenthia ever darkens. 
Yay! Season yeah. one is over. That's Dude, ridiculous. That's fucking wild. Oh god. <laughs> it's been like two and a half years. It has been, huh? Yeah. It's been a long, years. long, long, long time. And it's hopefully been a long, we'll long journey. it won't sound like such a dumbass in this episode. <laughs> Sorry, what about dumbass? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I was yawning. <laughs> I was just hoping editing would make me sound better. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We, we can add, like, a cool voice filter and dramatic music. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But everybody uh, is tidied away uh, in the cold, just trying to survive and to share stories. Adventuring uh, has slowed down. Uh, but, um, yeah, in the spring, at least in the fictional world, uh, that that is when Cypress and Miltel will be back. I don't think our hiatus is going to last until spring 2021. I mean, it might. It probably won't. We'll, 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 anyways, we'll pop from the ground like little daisies in the spring, <laughs> Shell, Miltel, and Cypress. Also, I do want to clarify for the audience that during Sean's dramatic interlude, just in the background, Cypress has gifted Miltel the world's shittiest scarf for, for Christmas seasons. Whatever the Thanks. gift-giving season is. I love it. Very poorly weaved. It's very bad. It, but I do love it. Genuinely. Cypress, Cypress is very proud of it, but it is very bad. He won't wear it in public, but he genuinely loves it. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Skulls. And Nilto kind of looks around his room for something to give you. <laughs> uh, we'll and, get him next time. And picks up, like, a little plant and hands it to you. Cypress is delighted and his name. I have named this plant. This plant's name is... <laughs> Give me the name of your plant. The name of your plant? Give me now the name of your plants. Um... <laughs> soap. The name of your plant shall be received. Its name is Soap. <laughs> Lovely. I don't know why. Cilantro is the plant. Oh, oh, hey, that's good. (laughs) Cypress has the bad gene. Nice. (laughs) All right. Any uh, final words? This isn't. This is the end of season one. We're gonna have a a a table talk episode where we like talk about leveling up since we still haven't technically leveled up. Technically, no. Are we taking uh, questions from people? The six, the maybe, the four, uh, maybe five people that listen to our show. Yes, including us? I should. I should post on like Twitter or something about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, in which case, we shouldn't actually record that until this episode comes out, in case there are like questions about everything. Yeah, and there was also talk about us doing a one shot or something, right, Sean? I want to do a Halloween one shot. Yeah, but I am definitely not putting on any extra responsibility for me to plan or prepare anything I'll DM except it. season two. Stuff. Or Molly will DM. Either or. Molly does good spookies. Mm-hmm. The, the good spooks, maybe. I'll think about it. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, and then a recap episode. For people uh, who don't... 
when we eventually come back and do season two for people who don't want to listen to all of season one before they listen to season two. Some people might not want to listen to 100 hours of content. <laughs> Wild. No. What? I would never personally hate to listen to, you know, 100 or plus hours of content for it. I love having that backlog. I love having a backlog. When I get caught up, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm bad at listening to things when they come out. Give me that backlog. Thank you. I agree. Sean's eyeing me very upsettingly because I refuse to listen to Critical Role because it's too much content. Oh, same. God, oh, there's fucking how many hours? I am just, just <laughs> glaring at your whole personality. They already they have like 100 episodes, but the difference is their episodes are like four hours long. Their episodes are four hours long, and I have to be sitting in front of a screen to get the full experience of watching The them. whole experience. I'll just watch the compilation videos and the animations. Thanks. Whatever. Thanks. But anyways, we should we should give the sign off. Should we? It feels so final. It's not final. I, hey, audience, I love you. I love you. I love we'll come you. back. You can't get rid of us. Thank you for being here for ninety nine episodes. That's wild. I Thank you for being you. here for however many episodes you've listened to and whatever level of attention you've paid. If you only listen to this episode, I love you as well. I no do judgment you. if you're coming back and listening to this at a later date. I do love you. I would die for you. I know that's a lot, but don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> but it probably won't come to that. But it probably won't come to that. So rumor, train in herbalism, and gain renown. Evil renown, though. Evil renown. Evil renown for <laughs> evil person. It's like renown, but with a, a fun mustache. Some people and some animals even have stands, and the stands do have superpowers, basically. They're like other beings that do superpowers on them. Okay. And this baby has a stand, and the baby's stand makes the baby invisible. That's the worst kind of baby. Uh, yeah. How do you know where it is? The problem is, so they like find this baby...
Um, but that's a good one, even though I just told you the whole plot. I mean, it still sounds worth experiencing. Sean, you should give the links. I'm going to have to find the piece of paper to give him. Because <laughs> after a hundred fucking episodes, he doesn't know. Uh, I've only ever just read it directly off of there. I've never internalized it. I didn't know I internalized it until I didn't have the paper in front of me. That's what, It's not like even that hard. Whatever. Let me practice my imperious British drow lady voice. Yeah, you're going to have to be using it, huh? Yes. I'm now going to have to learn how to do a British accent. You're going to have to learn how to do a British accent louder than that. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you and die. <laughs> One that sounds like less like Yanmai. That's because I don't know how to Brit it up yet. Okay. <laughs> Oi, mate. <laughs> Oi, mate. I'm a drow priestess. <laughs> now, you can find them at Facebook at D20 Downtime. <laughs> you can find them at Twitter at D20DPod. The website is at d20-downtime.pinecast.co. My, it's, it's already changing. It's already changing, but it's I love it. It's already changing. The merch is at cafepress.com slash nerdcasts. And this is how all of the imperious drow priestesses will speak in season two. <laughs> Boy, it's it's Tuesday, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it Tuesday? <laughs> you, you want this water bottle? <laughs> water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Going out how we came in, unplanned and not prepared. <laughs> Bye. Anyways, bye. <laughs>